It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Looking like another longer podcast today, so maybe we should... Long one. Maybe we should get right into it. I won't even tell you all the different things that are coming up on today's podcast. Just dive into it. Just launch right into it. Let's go. Out of context clip of the show. VNS in 20 minutes or less. You mentioned in the news that uh, the premier is going to address the province tonight at 6.30. Yes. Premier Danielle Smith. Yeah. Interesting to hear what she has to say. I know. She's been in the headlines for all kinds of reasons lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I reached out to her office for an interview request just recently. I haven't heard back yet. Would be cool to have her on here and talk to her. That would be interesting, definitely. Address some of the issues that we know are important to you. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny because on the webpage, I went looking for the you know her spokesperson, her media contact person, and there's a section on the premier's web page uh with their gift policy oh yeah so if you i'll just read it to you here it says if you wish to send a gift to the premier Mm -hmm. they thank you for your thoughtfulness however ask that you instead direct your direct your generosity to your community so then there's a list of things that the premier can't accept because of conflicts of interest which includes like monetary gifts makes sense gift cards all that sort of thing yeah um is the premier receiving so many gifts that they need an official policy on this? I kind of feel like it's probably not so much gifts as much as bad things. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, I don't care who the premier is. Is anybody sending them gifts other than maybe like a weird little kid who's into politics? Yeah. Who's really into provincial politics and sends them a picture or I something? I don't think so. Like, I, I expect that they get a lot of dump. Like, I always <laughs> assume there's... A- they get a fair share That's of dumps. Exactly like just, what I thought. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, uh, like a, a box lump. came in the mail for you, Premier. Just open it up. Uh, Dump. Cow poop. It's fresh cow poop. Once again. Yeah. All right. Put it uh, with the not others. Another, <laughs> put it with the other another boxes box of, dump. of crap. Really? <laughs> VNS in 20 minutes or less. So we do this new segment called Small Town News, and it's inspired by actual news headlines we see on our travels from small towns and around here and beyond. Uh, This one is a little bit different because it was actually spotted on the Pigeon Lake News page. Okay. So Pigeon Lake is so small that they don't necessarily have an overly official news site themselves, but they have this page where you can submit your own. So it's user-submitted news as well. So everybody is a journalist in Everyone that town. Everyone is a journalist <laughs> okay. in that town. Uh, and I, I saw this, and this just killed me. So May posted this, okay? May. <laughs> Lost two black Angus heifers with L over split bar on left hip. Last seen north of the school. If they wandered into your herd, contact Make Minsky. And I was like, that is just phenomenal. Yeah, like, that would be the, the top story on the newscast. Is a top from story. That for sure. Two heifers are on the loose. They're described as Black Angus, about 700 pounds, with an L over split bar brand on their left hip. They were last seen north of the school. Anyone with information is asked to call cow stoppers. Organizer, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Organizers of last weekend's under thirteen girls hockey tournament say the loony stick is still unclaimed. If you believe you have the winning ticket, you can present it to Leanne at the rink concession to claim the stick, along with ninety-seven dollars in loonies taped to it. <laughs> and a missing house key has been reported. The last time the house was locked was in 1972 when it was first purchased. Anyone with information is asked to call Terry or, if you're hot and single, walk right in. VNS in 20 minutes or less. 
Welcome to Conspiracy Corner, your platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. Hello. Another celebrity conspiracy for you, Shauna. Oh. I know, we don't talk a lot about celebrities, but this is twice in, within within a week. You're in the celebrity wormhole yeah. here. This just came up in an internet comment the other day, and I was like, could that be true? So, I don't know if you know this or not, but Nick Cannon has a ton of kids with a ton of different women. He's got 11 kids with Holy six different women. What? And a 12th on the way. Here's the crazy part. Eight of them are under the age of two. What? Yes. So, so he just he went just, through a, he a just spree. Did some dad in here oh, in the last wow. couple years. Just like just spread his seed like a... Bunch of kids with a okay. bunch of different women. Yeah. Eight kids under the age of two with five different women. That's insane. Okay. Nick Cannon also has lupus. And he's been hospitalized in the past for issues with his kidneys. So the theory is that the more kids he has, the more likely it will be that if his kidneys ever fail, there will be somebody who can donate to him. Oh, my God. Isn't that a wild one? That's insane. Yeah. Well, of course, there's no way to ever prove that. Maybe he just likes having lots of kids. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Wow. But. Wow. I mean, if you knew you had health issues I and you knew that so. one day you might need a, a transplant... I mean, and you got lots of kids. Although, you might want to maybe keep the kids like with one one person. But you can't have that. One woman couldn't have that many kids I physically. Sp- this is true. Like, the kids could be angry at you, though. Like, is he a good dad to all these different kids? Because if not, you'd I don't be like, know. can I borrow your kidney? Nope. You're a jerk. <laughs> you weren't around, man. You're it's an like, ass. Oh, sorry, I have a bunch of you with I'm a bunch of different I'm going to keep my kidney moms. right here inside me. Yeah. It'd be tough to be a good dad to yeah. 12 kids with six different. Like, you can only be wow. so many places at once. I feel like I don't give my kids enough attention sometimes. Yeah, and I only have two of them with one woman. So 11 of them? Yeah, 12. Gosh. Soon to be 12. What a busy man. <laughs> busy, busy. 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 So busy. <laughs> On the plausibility scale. Shauna, uh, I don't I need a I need a I need a metric here. Um <laughs> I don't know. I can't get out of the head of the just visualize it. Sorry. Yeah. Putting um, in a shift. Putting geez. in a long shift. My god. Okay. Um well, I mean, this is fairly Fairly plausible. How many Walt Disney heads in a jar out of 10 does this one get? I'm going to give this one 13 and a half Walt Disney heads in a jar. It's actually a fair low it's, rating out of 10. 13 and a half out of 10. Yeah, I mean, it's it could be, but, eh, you know. Put some more heads in some more jars. You want some 15? Yeah, 15? go to 15. I you like want it. 15 heads in jars? 15 Walt Disney Heads well, we should have done 11 because that's how many kids he has. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. So I've got a couple for you here. Okay. Uh, first off, earlier I said the term across the board, which of course means, you know, it affects everyone or includes everything. And I was mm-hmm. like, where does that come from? And that one's super simple. It comes from horse racing, where an across the board bet was one that covered first, second, and third on the betting board. So it was across the board. That's where we get it from. Very simple. Isn't there a different term for that now? If you bet first, second, and third? Yes. Well, there's a parlay, but that's... Win, show, and place? Is that the... I actually don't know. I don't bet on enough horses to know that. But yeah, across the board, that's where it originates. Okay. Uh, then we got this from Heather on Facebook. She asked where the term fill your boots comes from. Fill your boots. Yeah. So that's that an means, odd one. Yeah. Um, the person I know who says it the most is Australian. Interesting. So I don't know if it's big in Australia or... Weird. For those who don't know, like it means go nuts or help yourself to as much or yeah. whatever. So fill your boots. Uh, so this one has three different theories and they're all 
Well, there's something. So the first one, it comes from English coal miners. So they wore boots that were really slippery. And when they were going home from work, they were walking on these old cobblestone streets. So they actually would carry their boots with them from work. And then they would fill their boots with coal. To take home? To take home. Burn in their own So they get this free coal. They'd fill their boots with this coal so okay. that they could burn. And that was kind of one of the pluses of being a coal miner. So that's the one theory. Dirty feet. Yeah, totally. Another theory is that it comes from sailors who, when they didn't have a drinking vessel aboard the ship, would slip off their boots and use that to, to dip in the rum and then <laughs> just drink straight from their boots, which... That's even worse. Is, is Yeah. A shoey. And here's the third possibility. Uh, it originated from the English Cavaliers who, when drinking indoors, had the option of relieving themselves in their own boots rather than going outside. So some were so busy drinking and enjoying themselves that they just relieved themselves right into their own boots so they didn't have to leave and... Then continue on drinking. It's a big fan of the outdoor piss myself. Yeah. I couldn't imagine ever being a shoe piss kind of no, guy. No, a shoe pisser. That's no. a new one. And honestly, like what? As you said, these are all gross. They're pretty dirty. Yeah. So and then got- what do you do afterward with your boot? I have so many questions about this. Like you just... You squish around in it? You pee in your boot and then you, you wear it back later? Or? Yeah, that doesn't really solve the problem, does it? it? You no. still have to dispose of that somewhere. Yeah. Now you just have a mm. boot full of pee. But I guess if you're drinking and you're really into it and you don't want to leave for that three seconds to walk outside, well, that's your option. So of the potential... How many piss boots would be under a... Okay, sorry. Of the potential origins of this term, fill your boots, we have one coal mining one, mm-hmm. two drinking ones, and yeah. one piss your boots one. Yeah. <laughs> so I... Next time someone's, oh, go ahead, piss your boots. Yeah. I think you said that wrong. No, no actually. No, I did not. Yeah. <laughs> Etymology with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I was watching some highlights from the World Cup yesterday, and uh, England spanked Iran 6-2. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, uh, that is not a normal score for a soccer, a football game. A football. A football. Association football. Um, football. You, you may know this if you follow soccer, but the captain of the English team is a dude named Harry Kane. Plays for Tottenham mm-hmm. uh, in the English Premier League. But I'm sure we've talked about this at some point in the past, but to me... Harry is the most English name ever, is it not? Oh, 100%. Think of all the English celebrities named Harry. Everybody is named Harry. Harry Kane, Harry Styles, Prince Harry, Harry Potter. Harry Kane isn't even the only Harry on the English soccer team. Of course not. And I don't think I know a single Harry in real life. I don't think I know a Harry. I don't think I do either. But the UK just seems to be brimming with them. Yep. It's overflowing with Harrys over there. Yeah, where'd the... None of the Harrys came this way? Nope. That's weird. Big Harry country over there. Yeah. Big Harry. We don't name anybody Harry here. That's we weird. Don't. Just, maybe the odd older fella. Yeah. The old Harold who goes by Harry, but you got Harrys of all ages in the UK. We got some Harry fellas here, but just not named <laughs> Harry. I am one of them. <laughs> you are. Uh, I would say Harry is to the UK what Gord is to Canada. Totally. And you might be thinking, not Terry? No, I think like Terry. Obviously, we love Terry. Terry's yeah. real Canadian, but there are Terry's in Australia. There are Terry's elsewhere. Definitely, Gord. Whereas Gord is exclusively Canadian. Gord's Canadian. Like you hear the name, we got so many Gords here. I actually looked into if Harry came from John. No, there's uh, no really no connection between Harry and John, which I find shocking. One of the few names that doesn't originate from, from John. John. Which if you missed that, we uh, we've determined that basically every name started as John, and now is yes. every other name that you ever can possibly imagine. But not Harry. So not Harry. Go. So I would say Harry is the archetypal name of the UK. One hundred male name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I think of the archetypal UK female, yeah, I think of Emma. 
Yes. Lots. Of, I mean, Emma's a common name just in general. I mean, Elizabeth is another one, but that's not used as much anymore. Yeah. People don't like Liz and all that. So I mean, Emma is a big one now. Lots yeah. of Harry's. Lots of Emma's. Yep. The UK names. Mm-hmm. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was watching a bit of the World Cup yesterday, and the commentator at one point said they played a friendly last week. Obviously meaning a friendly match. Yeah, it's a funny term. It is a friendly term. And I was thinking about that. I was like, I've never actually looked up what that means, but obviously it means like an exhibition game or a non-competitive game, right? Yeah. I was like, we... I kind of think we should use that term across the board. Why is it just soccer? That's a great way of saying it. Much better than exhibition. Just a friendly match. When I play pickleball at uh, MNP over here, there are two main groups of pickleball players. And whenever we like intersect whenever mm-hmm. we have players playing with other groups i call them international friendlies that's so, awesome yeah I'm, i don't think anyone else knows that that's just my own little joke that's really funny but i honestly <laughs> think we should adopt that that's just such a cool way a great to, word. <laughs> rather than like non-competitive or exhibition that's lame it's a friendly friendly uh, i was thinking though that maybe i could quiz you on some other soccer or football terms oh boy okay uh, um these are pretty basic i think you'll get most of them this is more for other people as well because it's funny when i talk to friends who haven't watched any of the World Cup or, like, people have no idea about soccer. Yeah. Like, Canada has all. traditionally not been a soccer country. It's totally. becoming more of a soccer country all the time. But And, and I'm in there, too. Like, I, I know very little. Yeah. But even the basics, I was like, I know a couple things now I've picked up. So maybe we'll pass this along. But we'll kick off with an easy one. A kit. That's the uh, the uniform. Yeah, which is now used pretty commonly, I find. We've all adopted that term, but that's fairly new that we've used kit to describe our own uniforms. Also, a full kit wanker is a fan who dresses like they're about to go out on the field, which it's is so funny. So funny. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I haven't used that yet. We have to. No. I've got to use that. Wear the, the, the socks and the shorts and everything. Oh, it's a full kit wanker. That's oh, a full kit wanker. Super funny. You have to say it wanker or else it doesn't work. Um, the pitch. The field? Yep. Uh, stoppage time or added time. Uh, that's like how, I don't know how to describe it, but it's basically right. the, the time after the game should be over. Yes. Like, yes. So the ref adds additional time, which a lot of people don't know either. So a, a traditional match is 90 minutes, but yeah. then there's always added time. So people are always like, what the hell does that mean? It's like the refs have added that for any of the pauses or things in the game. For the that, diving? For the, for the diving. <laughs> for the rolling around on the pitch. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, set piece. That I don't know. That's just a play designed for when there's a free or there's a corner kick. They call it a set piece. Uh, Header. That's when you hit it with your head. Use a head. Tackle. Uh, When you take someone down. Uh, It's when a player attempts to steal the ball from the other team. So not a full out tackle where you're taking somebody down, which is, of course, traditionally what we assume would be tackle. I thought they had to go down for it to be a tackle. No, No? there is oftentimes where they slide. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mixed in, but not always. And it's uh, called a tackle. It's just the softer version, which... (laughs) God bless. Uh, there's <laughs> there's trap. Uh, is that like a defensive style? Like stopping the ball with your body. Oh, so you're trapping the ball. No, it makes sense, never though. Mind. Uh, how about this one? Conca-calf. Oh, sorry? Conca-calf. Oh, like the... It's like the I conference, like right? That. It's like yeah. the yeah, the division of the Confederation of North Central America and Caribbean Association football. So yeah, I would have known the acronym. No, but, but yeah, but Concacaf is just good to say. <laughs> so I just wanted to toss that in there. Uh, here's a couple slang terms that you might hear: woodwork. Nope. Uh, the frame of a soccer goal made up of the two posts and the crossbar. They call it woodwork. Okay. And uh, nutmeg. Nope. A player kicks the ball through another player's legs. Ah. Get it? Okay. Nutmeg. I got that one. Buy your nuts. 
Pushing the berries, you know? Okay. Anyway, that's uh, those are the terms. You did pretty damn well. I feel more equipped to watch the World Cup now. Tapping the tackle. Thank that's, you. Yeah. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I heard this dude on TikTok the other day uh, who had just one of the coolest and most unique voices I've heard. He's just like some Swedish dude who posts covers and his own songs and stuff on TikTok. Cool. This is a cover of The Boxer. Listen to his voice. Lila, 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 Lila. Pretty cool, hey? That's a folksy voice. Yeah. Hey? That's that East Coast. Like, there's a thing that a lot of Swedish have, I think. It's weird to, I don't know what it is, but yeah. It's so, like, dusky and deep. Totally. You know? It's awesome. Um, but it got me thinking if we had to make a list of the most unique voices in music, top whatever, yeah. who would you put on your list? Well, I think right off the bat, you'd have to go with Bjork, right? Got such She's a, doing her own thing. Oh yeah, the one of the most re, uh, unique ones in recent years, I think, has been totally tones and I. Yeah, she's got to be putting on a bit. Hey, like, no one sounds like that normally. No, I. <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy, crazy voice. Of course, no, a classic. I see skies of yes, blue. Louis Armstrong. Louis, come on, listen to that. Clouds of white. Oh yeah. I'm sure one of the first names that jumped to mind for many people was... Getty Lee. Yeah, or uh, Billy Corgan. Listen to that. Yeah. It's just got Instantly that... recognizable, Ooh-wee. yeah. Ooh-wee, just a, a nasally... You're like, what is going on there? One of those voices where if you showed up to audition for your band, you're like, yep. oh, okay. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Special. Hey. Um, mm-hmm. This is way off left field, but there there was a rapper named Mystical. I think he's still around. Um, I think he's a really bad guy. He's in prison for some bad stuff, oh, but he's got a crazy voice. That's a great voice. I don't know if you could do that forever. No. That's, that's going to dare up your there's throat. There's a few people with voices similar to that that I can't place right now, but I'm like, oh yeah, that's a voice. Of yeah. course there's this classic. Clumsy. Oh, that's up there into a clumsy Rain discussion. Mada? Fine, but Rain, Rain Mana, of course. Yeah, another nasally one. Yeah, Him and Billy Corkin nasal. with the nasal weird voices. When you get older, plain a sainer. When you remember all the danger we came from. That's oh. LP, one of my favorite singers. Yeah. One of my favorite female voices, for sure. I always forget about her. I need to listen to her She's stuff so again. Good. I keep missing out. So good. Oh, that's a great voice. Uh, you know, I was, I was wondering, you know, to keep on because the force it's got a lot of power and it makes me feel like it, it, it makes me feel like a- oh yeah <laughs> Just unique speaking voice oh, and singing voice oh, and all of it yeah VNS in 20 minutes or less well, we missed a very obvious one. Pete from July Talk. We got a bunch of messages being like, what about him? And I was like, duh. We do play a lot of July Talk on we the station. Do. So everyone's like, how did you miss that obvious one? It's true. Yes. There's um, a lot of them when you think about it. It's so funny because I often will listen to songs and you're like, that's another one. I mean, Gord Downey. 
Yeah, that's another I'm, one. I'm trying to think of the ones where it's like, if I heard new music from them, you'd know just in a heartbeat, yeah. that's them. Totally. Right? Someone said like Stevie Nicks, and I said, Stevie Nicks has a great voice. I don't know if I would know it instantly. Right. Um, I mean, if you kind of grew up in the area of Stevie, Stevie Nicks, maybe. I'm sure you would, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, the dude from ACDC, Brian Johnson, probably. Uh, Axl Rose. These yeah. are Neil Young. You'd know you'd know Neil's nasally whine anywhere. So Man, what is it with... We should do a top and just nasal voices alone. The you nasally. can separate them to subgenres of weird voice. Nasal voice. <laughs> There's a lot of nasal voice. Yeah, the nose 500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to do that down the line. Yeah. It's kind of amazing, though, when you think that, like... A guy amazing. with a voice like amazing. A guy oh. with a voice like Neil Young could even get as famous as he did, right? Because yeah. it's not a traditionally nice voice, is it? Same with like Billy Corgan and so many yeah. voices. Like Billy Corgan does not have a good voice, and I love the Pumpkins, but his voice is—if you took that and you just sung it like separately, you'd be like, "What is going on with that?" It just works for the type of music it that does. they're playing, right? It, yeah. it works so well. Whereas like a lot of people have really good voices. I'm thinking a lot of people who sing on Broadway. Mm-hmm. That's sort of like musical theater voice like yep. excellent singers incredible control of their voices but they're are they like the kind of voice that you would listen to in like in just a contemporary song mm-hmm. maybe not right so I mean there's here comes my darling here comes my yeah it's just like okay I think you should be a singer thank you thank you <laughs> You know where you won't hear your neighbor's uh, very Awful unique singing. singing voice is in a Shane Holmes duplex. That one wasn't my best work. That's okay. That's uh, moving sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. So you can sing as nasally as you want, and it won't travel through the walls. Mm-hmm. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Got a white girl Christmas wine saying. Oh, yeah. That just Blair. hits all the boxes, doesn't it? It's fun when we discover these uh, subgenres of white girl sayings. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of them. There's been several of them, mm-hmm. yeah. And this, we're now into Christmas white girl sayings. There's lots of those. Perfect. This is, I don't know where Blair saw this, but here it goes. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's a home run of a white girl saying. How many Christmas cookies in a jar does that one get? All of them. The, the pre-made ones, by the way, it's the one where you, you gift your friends that. It's the little gifty ones where you put all the ingredients in and then somebody just has to toss it in the oven. Not right, just like a jar. Right, the egg and then yeah, they... Yeah, 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 yeah that's, okay. that's a great gift. Interesting. Gift. Mm-hmm. Good, good way to measure it, Thank too. Thank you. Sorry. Ten yeah. of those out of ten, ten I would say. Yeah, that's I'd a, say so, too. As good as white girl sayings get. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, not entirely in the same vein, but um, have you heard that Camila Cabello version of I'll Be Home for Christmas that everybody's ripping on? No. No? Okay, so she's a pop singer, if you don't know. Yeah. Uh, you should hear... You should hear how she pronounces the word Christmas in this song. It's wild. Okay. Ready? What in the quist mice? Quist mice. I don't know how you say it. What? Okay. <laughs> That's a different word. That's okay. not Christmas. <laughs> she purposely is doing that to troll, isn't she? Like, okay, I was wondering because she was born in Cuba. Yeah. And English isn't her first language. I actually looked this up because I was like, are we ripping into someone who is new to the language? Right. Because we'll no. be careful if that's mm-hmm. the case. But she's been in the U.S. since she was six. 
And even then, I don't think everyone's walking around Cuba pronouncing it like that. Hey, hey, qu- Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Happy Christmas. I'm going to say it like that for this, from this point oh, forward. Oh, man, that's going to bother me. Even figure out what it is. What Quis moyas. Uh, it's like a, a reverberating. <laughs> something's vibrating at the end there. Quis moyas. <laughs> Bad. V and S in twenty minutes or less. I have a question for you, Beckler. When you go to a clothing store's online website. That's not something I do often, but okay. Also, I was going to say that's the same thing. Obviously, the website is online. Anyway, uh, why do they have a best sellers tab? Like, if you like something, you just buy it, no? Like, why do we need a tab to show us what the most popular items are? Do people actually buy their clothing based on something that is sold the most? Hmm. It seems very strange because just about every website that is a clothing website will have that best sellers tab. And I'm always like, what for? Like, well, how does this benefit them in any way? Yeah, because you think like with your clothing, it's like everybody has this. You're yeah. Like, well, I don't want that then. Don't you actually want the opposite? Right. Although like, with some things, some things become so big that everybody does want them. Like yeah, but then wouldn't you like know? Like a black Canada goose coat, everybody wants it. But you right? don't need a bestsellers tab for that because if if everybody wants it, you know you want it. Mm. It's not like you're gonna look in the tab and go, oh right, yeah, that's what I want. The only thing I could see is for a, maybe an online store that's just huge, mm. like where there's so many options that it would take you forever to go through them. Fair. And you're just like, all right, let's see what's what's hot, what's selling. Okay, perhaps that's the reason. And I also get it on like Amazon when you have Amazon bestsellers. If there's a if you have a bunch of different items in a category and you're like, how do I narrow this down? Go to the bestsellers and then often there's a ton of reviews. Yeah. So you can like, okay, this if this thing was a piece of crap. And yeah, that's a little different when it's a variety of things like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, with the clothing websites, I always find, I'm like, wouldn't you want the least sellers? Like you should have a tab that says this one is sold the least so that you know you will be a little bit more original, <laughs> yeah. right? Not you and everybody else is going to have the same thing. You want that one? Yeah, Nobody bought this stuff right here. Yeah. This is our. <laughs> this is the stuff that you, yeah, you really want to show that you're a unique person? Buy this one. Our ugliest pieces. Yes. All in one place. Right. The dog collection. <laughs> but I like these. They're my favorite. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was FaceTiming with my brother yesterday. My youngest brother, he's a, he's a painter, like an artist. And he, yeah. he goes all over the world for these residencies. He's got a pretty cool life, actually. Um, he's in he's in uh, just outside of Florence, Italy right now, though. It's so awesome. Yeah, so I was FaceTiming yesterday, and I hadn't talked to him since he got there. He's also like pretty OCD, though, so these trips like really push him out of his comfort zone. And he was showing me the place that he was staying in. Uh, the house was built in the 1400s. Holy hell. Yeah. That's an old house. The foundation of the building was was built in the 1200s, and this house he's in was built in the 1400s. That's so nuts. At that time in Canada, there were nothing but the indigenous people here, right? Yep. There's the, no European explorer had set foot here, other than maybe the Vikings on the East Coast, mm-hmm. but that that's it. There was nothing here. Yeah. And he's staying in a house that's still standing from there. He said, that, so when the house was first built in the 1200s, there was a, a soldier that lived in the basement. And it was his job to send up smoke plumes through the chimney if there was any invading army. That's what this, where this, this foundation that came from. That is so cool. Yeah, and he said it was so tiny down there. Like my brother's six three or so. And he said he couldn't stand straight up. He had to kind of bend his neck. So people must have been a lot smaller. 
they back were, in the 1200s. I always find that so funny. Like even my my grandmother had a place and it was over 100 years old that she like a cabin. Yeah. And like the door frames and everything are so small that my uncles and all my cousins <laughs> have to bend down and like everything is so low where the the sink was and stuff like Yeah, even like old furniture, the beds yeah. are little, everything is just little. Like I had oh. to bend down at the sink. I was like <laughs> I'm only 5'8. That's crazy. Yeah. People were tiny back then. They were. But he said this the Part of the city he's in, there's not a lot of English that's spoken. So like he, yeah. he said he went to the grocery store, and uh, I guess they expected you to wear gloves if you were picking produce, if you're handling produce, and he didn't know that. Uh-oh. So he said this Italian woman comes out, and she's yelling at him and all animated, and he can't understand what she's saying. and oh, <laughs> he's no. Kind of, he's kind of panicking a bit, I think. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Being in a place where you don't speak the same language, like, it's a humbling experience. It takes a bit of adjustment. Well, yeah, and he said that, like, no one's been super warm to him, so I think he's getting used to, like, the cultural differences yeah. of a place like that. But he, I, he, I was laughing because he said he was walking around in Florence, and, like, there's all these old, you know, opulent buildings, like this old architecture and stuff, and he was he had his headphones, and he was listening to our podcast, and he said he was laughing like an idiot at when we were talking about that, that bra that's... That send it bra. Oh, and like yeah. The is... hypothetical woman who could crush Red Bull cans with her boobs yeah. just by like <laughs> dropping a boob on them. He said he's walking around Italy and he's laughing at us being dumb. Yeah. So he's like, it was quite the contrast, Real you dumb. know, this incredible, yeah. world famous architecture and then <laughs> us howling about <laughs> crushing Red Bull cans with your jugs. Well,. That's that's a good mix. It's a good balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta have a little good. of this, little of that, don't yeah, you? BNS in twenty minutes or less. I heard a doozy of a retail rock song yesterday, Backlund. All right, did you hear it in situ? Were you in the in the in the store? I sure was. Awesome. And I stopped dead. Like I was not really listening, and then I heard that, and I'm like, oh my god, listen to that retail rock. It's this song right here. <laughs> Now, as I was listening to that, I realized <laughs> yeah. something. Like, Brian Adams have... He's got to be a Retail Rock Hall of Famer now. He does, and I don't know if we've ever mentioned him on Retail Rock. It's crazy. And that voice almost is what I think of when I think of... Re- <laughs> like, I heard that, and I was like, that is a Retail Rock voice now. Like, it's just that raspy Brian Adams, and it's him. I'm like, that is Retail Rock. I'd argue that he has some songs that don't fit the Retail Rock. Mm-hmm. But like, I think Summer of 69 is too big to be Retail Rock. It's fair, yeah. Maybe everything I do. Yeah. Uh, and maybe you don't think heaven. Been enough time passed that those ones. I don't kind know. Kind of peruse and kind of touch a little, a little. Because the definition of retail rock are songs that really don't live anywhere other than the grocery store. Yeah, it's true. Whereas those songs were maybe a bit too big to just Fair. be relegated to the grocery store. But he's got a lot of songs that would be retail rock for yeah, sure. Yeah, and to be honest, like the last time I've heard any of those other songs you mentioned is in grocery stores. Like it's it's kind of where it belongs now, but you're right. They are they are very big songs. A friend of the show was just telling us that Brian Adams was here just recently, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. And she said like he's one of those artists where you go to the show and you're like, I know... 20 songs of his, 25 songs of his, without even realizing it, right? Yeah. And then you hear it in the speaker of the grocery store, and you're like, oh, no, that's, now that, I I really know that song now. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I have another TV trope I'd like to bring up. Okay, good. I do too, actually. Oh, nice. We can both do one. Double, double down. Came up on a show I was watching the other day, and it showed a husband and wife climbing into bed at the end of the day. 
And uh, the dad is wearing pajama pants and a white T-shirt, oh, yeah. which is the standard dad bedtime outfit mm-hmm. for TV. Yep. But I was thinking, like, I'm a... I'm a gitch kind of guy. I'm a straight gitch kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I know some people here say ginch. I will never add the N. Or gotch. That's the other one. There's gitch so and many- gotch, not yeah. ginch and gonch. I'm a, gitch, I'm a gitch guy. I wear just gitch to bed. Are most dads wearing the no the pajama pants or sweatpants with the white or gray t-shirt? No, that's, I think, just a way to not have to walk around in your gitch all the time. I think you're right. Because like my dad was a gitch guy. He was yeah. a tidy whities guy, which was scarring as a child sometimes, but that's... Gitch goblin. Yeah, it was... His trouser troll was... It was exposed. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a more modest way of showing... Terrifying. Dad's going to bed as opposed to have him, you know, having him... And then my boyfriend is just ass naked. He ah, wears nothing. He, okay. he cannot wear anything to bed, so there's that as well. But that's definitely more common, like the gitch and the lesser amount of clothing than the pants and t-shirt for I think sure. you'd run so hot in yeah. pants and a t-shirt. I don't know how I'd... And I think a lot of dude fellas do run a little hot, so mm-hmm. I don't think you... I don't that's how you why you gitch are straight ass naked. That's right, but they don't want to show you in just your tight gitch with your meat whip outline no. and everything, so I get it. It's modest for yeah. TV. Yeah, no. What's yours? I just... Sorry, I just... I'm distracted by the scarring yep. motion of my dad and his gitch. Uh, when people are in the hospital in TV shows or movies, yeah. you know how they rip out their IV and escape? Mm-hmm. That yeah, they got to get out of there. All the time. Like they just take the, in one foul swoop, they yank out their IV and then they get out of there. And I'm like, there is no way in hell people are actually doing that. First of all, that's in you. Like that's attached. You can't just rip it. Like it's making me queasy even thinking oh, about doing that. You know what I mean? Lightheaded. I'm just going to sit back here. Seriously. You don't mind. But honestly, that's it. And then you, <laughs> I bet you it escape. Happens. You think it happens? Yeah. I bet there are people who try to escape the hospital for sure. You think sure. it's a, that common though? Like if you are listening to the TV shows and movies, it happens in every hospital every single day, every minute because everybody yeah. seems to do that. They wake up and they realize they can't be there. They have something important to be doing. Yeah. Oh, I got to get out of here. And then you yank yeah. out that IV. And oh. 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 I just hit the deck and then Sorry. they come in and put me back in the bed. <laughs> yeah. You almost passed out right behind me or right in front of me here. You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired Holmes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 minutes or less.